With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. City Discount Tires. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Zeke CT60 SUV tire. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Let's go to Don in Richmond. How are you, Don? I, I think you know how I am, mate. Pretty disappointed, I'm a, I imagine. Let me tell you something. I'm at home. I've smashed my TV. I've smashed my phone. I've smashed a couple of wine glasses. I'm 24, what's carved my whole life, mm. and I've seen absolutely nothing. And child of this, this club. I am showing 10 times more passion than these pea hearts that are out on the field. Josh Bootsman, tearing it up in the local league. Would you go after someone like him? Bryce Gibbs, awarded the Frank Barry Medal. Would you go after someone like him? Because there is nothing on the field that is showing any sort of courage or anything from this football club. There are just question marks everywhere at this football club, from from the president to the board to the players to the coach. (laughs) Yeah, there are no fans like Carlton fans, the passion that they hold. They've been ringing in all week, and producer Jace has got so many of them that he didn't know what to do with him. So those ones were just last night, actually, after that loss to Sydney. But, Bryce, it's fair to say Carlton have been the most criticised team this year by a country mile, and I think it's obviously because of that. Expectation is so high on them with the list that they've got, and those fans are angry. Well, it was now or never, Tom, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. You know. Carlton have been starved of success for a long time now and, and I was a part of that period, <laughs> unfortunately. And it just seemed like last year that all their ducks were in aligned in, in, in a row. Mm. I mean, they didn't play finals and they, at their own expense, I mean, losing four games in a row at the end to miss out on finals. But it just seemed like they got the right coach in place. The, the list was finally in a spot ready to compete and challenge uh, at the pointy end of the season. And, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, looking, waiting for the season to come around this year. Over summer, there was a lot of hype and a, a lot of, as you said, expectation that it was time for the Blues to, to get back to, to the top of the ladder. And we they did start off the season mm. pretty good, albeit not playing amazing footy, but getting gr- grinding the wins out is, is just what you need to do sometimes. But the last month and a bit of footy, it's just all starting to unravel and you heard some of the the supporters and, and fans on the on the airwaves last night asking to for Bryce Gibbs to return. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, I just heard one of the callers saying uh Bryce Gibbs <laughs> needs a call and I dare say you probably uh, show a little more heart than what they're showing at I the moment. I don't think I could uh could help him out too much <laughs> these days but yeah, I think everyone's just after getting so so excited and, and, and thinking that this could be the year that we could get back and play finals and to be dishing up the performances mm. that, uh, that they're showing at the moment. Clearly, they're still a long way off and that frustration is, is starting to come out in the fans and 
and I was no different last night watching it on on the couch, mate. Uh, yeah. Or be it, I didn't smash the TV or, or smash my phone, but uh, wasn't far away. From, from the outside looking in, if you were to diagnose, just out of guess, where the disconnect, there's something that's not right. Like there's a disconnect between whether it's between the coach and the players uh, buying into the game plan of what they've got to do or because that much talent that they've got on the park to not be, I don't know, when I watch them, it seems like their heads are full, like they're cluttered or they're not quite playing on instinct. Yeah, it is hard to to know what their identity is. I, Mm. I don't know what their game style is. I mean, there's some teams in the competition, you watch them play and, and you know, you know what they're doing. <laughs> you can tell what type of game plan they're, mm. they're trying to implement. And when watching Carlton at the moment, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I couldn't tell you what they're trying to do off half back. I, I couldn't tell you what their, their forward patterns should look like. Mm. Uh, I mean, even through the midfield, they've got, I think, one of the best midfields in the, or potentially one of the best midfielders in the comp, or midfields yeah. in the comp, sorry, but they're just not winning clearances. They're not working for each other. And they're, I mean, it's been well well documented over the last couple of weeks, their ball movement and their yes. their, their decision-making and their sk- skill execution is just far, be- far below what it needs to be at this level of footy. And we're talking about guys that are, are quite talented and, and can use the ball well. But Very it just talented. seems if you put pressure on Carlton in and around the ball and, and, and pressure the ball carrier, they're just going to give it back to you. Mm. That, that's, that's becoming a, a competition wide known that we just need to tighten the grip on, mm. on, on this team and, and they'll give it up. Yeah, it's bizarre and, to watch at times. The, the, the comparison with Sydney last night, even I just noticed Sydney were willing to handball fours, run and cap, particularly Blakey was just uh, tearing it up through the middle of the ground, the lizard just lurching through there and, and delivering the ball very well. But Carlton aren't uh, willing to take that risk to run with it. There's a bit more of a – do you notice the kick mark they style? They overuse the ball, Tom. Yeah. They, they handball happy. A lot of their players are getting a lot of stats, which is probably great for their own yeah. personal ego. The and to look up in the, <laughs> the paper the next day and say, oh, it wasn't too bad. I, mm. I had 30-plus again. But they're not doing anything with it. They're yeah. crabbing sideways a bit. They're overusing it. They're inviting that pressure and turning it over. And when they do go forward, they're going forward no method. There's no, there's no method in in you know hitting mm. up short forward options to then wheel and get it into got two two reigning common medalists in yeah. the last two years. Give them a chance, and mm. I mean they could be working together a little bit better as well. And they're playing well, particularly uh, Kerno. He's Kerno pulling his way. Is. Um, Harry Mackay is he's, 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 he's struggling a little bit <laughs> yeah. in all facets of his game, but they, they continually just bomb it into him and he's competing against two, three players in the air and it's just not sustainable. He, he, yeah. He's not going to take 10 contested pack marks in the forward line and mm. and the way his goal kicking's going, he, he's probably, he'd probably <laughs> miss, miss most of them even if he does mark half of them. But it, it is extremely frustrating to watch and unfortunately for Carlton at the moment, no one can trust them. Yeah. Like watching them, I can't trust them. And I'm sure a lot of people can't anymore. And their season is slipping away, even if it hasn't already. I, I don't think this, I don't think yeah. this is a Michael Voss thing issue. This yes, time. that was going to be my next question. I don't question. think this is a coaching issue. I think he's only been in, in the seat for 18 months. It's still relatively early days, but 
with the list that they've got, the players need to start re- taking responsibility, I think, and mm. and needing to show a bit more fight. The leaders need to stay, stay stand up and, and start playing better footy. They need to galvanise this group a lot more and, and start probably taking ownership, I think, because until the playing group can do that, no, no one will trust them, and it's only only they can can earn that trust back. I think. If it is to be, it is up to me. Like, they go yeah. and play Melbourne this week. Yeah, so it doesn't I get like it doesn't get any easier for them. Well, the, to make finals, which is obviously their goal, they set out to do. They would need to win about eight of their remaining twelve games. They should not even be thinking about finals at the moment because they are that far Ooh. off it. That's the if they're worrying about finals. Yeah, they're probably playing like. Like that at the moment. Yeah, you having been there for a long time. Can you give an insight? Because Carlton's a, a unique club in the way that they're uh, the rich people who invest in that club and who want to play a role in, in the direction of the club have often had quite a say in when a coach is sacked, and and hence they've turned through so many coaches. In this situation, I, I don't think it's actually a Michael Voss thing. What? What is that pressure like for the players in the coaching department when there are those external billionaire figures trying to, you know, have a say? Uh, I mean, from a from a playing point of view and, and the, the inner circle, it, it doesn't affect you too much. I mean, mm. it, it can be a little bit annoying at times. You'd rather, you know, key figures, you know, in and around the club, you'd rather them back you and, and try and keep things as positive as they can instead mm. of, bagging you and, and ragging you out yeah. in, uh, in, in the media. But that, you can't control that as, yeah. as a playing group. So you don't sort of – you can't pay too much attention to it, and you, and you don't. So mm. I don't think that's necessarily an issue. But, yeah, they, they, need, to, they need to start manning up. And, <laughs> and no, I'm serious yeah. because this group that they've got at the moment from a playing list point of view, it's the most, talent, it's the most talented they've had – these Carlton football clubs had – for a long, long time. And mm. we all know talent only gets you certain, a certain way. You still need to mm. roll the sleeves up and get to work and, and show a bit of fight and a bit of grit. And we're not seeing that at the moment. Yes, it's a perplexing year so far for Carlton. Just on the other side of the coin there, Sydney, last night. Something I've noticed is they are the best at rejuvenating players. Like last year it was uh, Paddy McCartan. They brought him back from, uh, not from the dead, but brought him back on the list. And uh, now they've got Aaron Francis, whose intercept marking was pretty good last night. Well, leading into this game, Sydney were under the pump just as much as Carlton in yeah. terms of how they've been performing this year. They played in a grand final not that long ago, Tom. Mm. So what we saw from Sydney is is what you want to see from Carlton. Just when the, the chips are down, bit show a bit of fight. Their pressure yeah. around the ball was unbelievable last night. And, and that, that, near, that gets you halfway. If you come with a good attitude and, and pressure the ball and – and and show a bit of fight, like you're halfway there, and it was just a a typical Sydney performance on their home deck. They're extremely hard to beat, we know that, mm. but an undermanned Sydney as well. They they had a a lot of defenders down, and you just you see Aaron Francis as you just said, come in, play a role, and played fantastic. Yeah. So that's all you can ask from a supporter and from a, a member. Just you want to see your team having a crack, and, and Sydney would, as I said, were just under the, uh, the same amount of pressure as Carlton were, and they were the ones to uh, to stand up and, and keep their season alive. 
Yeah, Carlton supporters, let us know uh, if you if you're brave enough. Let us know how you're feeling. Oh four two seven one five four one double six, or give us a call on one three hundred seven three six. 736. It's going to be a fascinating watch for the rest of the year. Big show still to come, Bryce. We've got Marco Bello, Adelaide's development coach. We're going to ask him about all the up-and-coming young'uns down there. And John Barker's going to help us dissect the situation that's going on in coaching with uh, burnout and uh, just being overworked, a soft cap issue. But we're going to dive into a little bit of uh, the West Coast situation up next and uh, Damien Hardwick's departure this one from Mick Bryce. The issues at Carlton run far deeper than just the coach. How many coaches can they dispose of before they get it? I don't think the playing this playing group is open to being coached. Is that a fair statement from Mick? Yeah, well, I just <laughs> mentioned before, I don't think Voss is necessarily the problem in this situation. A lot of Carlton supporters aren't happy with Voss already after yeah. 18 months, but... Yeah, I think I think it's time for the playing group to, to stand up and, and take responsibility for for what happens for the rest of the season. Yep, if it is to be, it is up to me, and it is up to me right now to get us to the news because we're running uh, quite late for that, Bryce. It's four minutes past nine.